According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, this is Dave Freshman, and you're listening to According to Mike and Tony. Hello, everybody. Episode 73. Back Mike in my Pierce. house. Yeah, Mike Pierce, Tony Dollar, Tyson in the house. It has been a very long time. You pointed out when I talked to you earlier that it was cold last time you were here. Or was that the last time we talked? No. Uh, well, I haven't been here in a long time. It was cold at the at Ramcad. Yeah. I mean, oh, like, that's freezing. Right. What episode was that? Cold, and now we're 90 degree temperatures. Right? Yeah. Is that why you have your John Thompson uh, towel on your shoulder there? No, it's actually <laughs> a shirt. I was actually going to change, but I didn't want to show off my muscles. You uh, <laughs> So I decided to wait, but uh, no, it, it's, it is hot as crap outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. hot as crap inside at my house too. Yeah. But it's I amazing. It, it, to me. It'll rain a couple of drops and it's 70 degrees and it's... Yeah. Extremely yep. comfortable. Changes so quickly. Yeah. Man. So how the heck have you been? You had some big changes in your life recently, buddy. Oh yeah, I've been real good, man. Real good. Uh just had a baby girl. Uh Indeed. number two. Number two. Yeah. Uh, yeah been... I've heard it's two of four, something like that, right? Two of four? What's two of four? Two of four. Two so of two four. yet to come. Oh no. <laughs> no. No. Didn't get snipped or any of that. <laughs> crazy stuff but no actually we have talked about a a third but uh something about changing diapers that it's like why did we do this again but yeah definitely it, worth it that phase goes pretty quick in the big picture though yeah looking back yeah right? yeah that sucked but isn't it amazing how fast it it goes by and dude you're telling me it's so crazy I got oh. this ten-year-old boy now. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. It's like it's a decade. Like, and his next one is going to be in school next year. Yep, the littlest one Jeez. starts kindergarten now. So that's crazy, <laughs> right, man? Let me tell you, man. Time is like the most precious thing. It, I, mm. it's more precious than any stone or or gold or what have you. It is. Time is extremely precious, and uh, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine a week or two ago, and I was just telling him. Uh, about time and how it's just it's not guaranteed like and I think that a lot of people take time for granted and before you know it is is there is no more time time's out mm-hmm. uh, he said man you make me want to go and pick my kids up from school and just go to the park with them <laughs> right? and he was like right? but I'm like like seriously think about it like and I say this because my mom passed away last year and I think you don't really realize the value of time until someone of immediate uh, family member passes away. I mm. think you, you then you realize, man, I should have, could have, would have, you know, I think that's, and your time basically was up with that person. Right, right. Yeah. Not to be so downer, but. No, not at all, man. Time and is, time is. Well, I agree a hundred percent on my EP. I've got a song called hands off my time. And yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, life's too short, man. And yes. like you said, you don't want to go to your grave with any regrets. And so you, I think the best thing to do is spend your time trying to yep. cross those things off your list, man. Do those things that 
because I hear from even older people. I I met this older guy in California about a month or two ago, and uh, he told he I think he was about I think he's sixty six. He said the one thing that I regret is not spending. He said I was so focused on work and in my career. He said the one thing that I regret is not spending the time with my kids. He said they turned mm-hmm. out fine. They turned out <clears throat> great. He said, but when they need something, when they need something emotional, they go to their mom. They don't come to me. And he said, I can sit back and, and see it. And it's because I didn't spend that time. And I, it was just like, it really just kind of slapped. And he was like, I'm 66. I don't have a lot left. He said, uh, but that's the one thing I wish I could do is sacrifice a, a few dollars because that's what his, his, where his time was going was work sacrifice right. a few dollars for for time uh with his kids and i'm just like wow i think sometimes we get these ideas in our head you know based on our culture of what it means to be a good father or to be yeah. a good, good mother you know and there's certainly an aspect of providing you know and p- putting a roof over the head and providing food and stuff but there's so much more than that and it's so easy to get caught up in just that alone providing all that material stuff when it's like like you said it best man time is precious that's there's no there's no more valuable commodity in this life and tony with all the kids committing suicide and stuff like that today the first thing you hear from the parents is, or or the the guys going committing mass suicide at murder and 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 mass murder and suicides. Uh, the first thing you hear from the parents is, I I didn't see it coming, I didn't know, didn't see anything, and is is it because I think it's the number you were one. too focused on like you were just saying, you know, providing and not spending that time because I would imagine if you spent that time, there's no way you couldn't see the issues. Right. at hand to prevent and i i think a lot of people aren't spending time with with their kids and that's dude know. i think that's the number one thing that's wrong with the world oh is, yeah is parenting if we could all worldwide do parenting a lot better the world would be a much better place dude and and back in the days people didn't have a ton of money but you were full of love like i you know, i grew exactly, i grew up in man. a eight-person, one-bedroom home for, I mean, as long, I think until I was six or seven years old. But you couldn't, I I had no idea what being rich, poor, broke, wealthy, I had no idea the meaning of those words, but my family was so tight-knit, and there was just so much love, and, and but everyone spent time together, and now it's just like people just don't, it's kind of taken for granted. It really is. I think that's the number one thing with with kids committing suicide and bullying. And, and I'm like, is bullying really? I, maybe it is. Maybe you can tell me. Maybe your kids have seen it or heard it. But I'm like, the bullying to me today sounds like the same bullying as when I was a kid. And it was like, okay, you have a fight, you get over it, and you keep it moving. It seems to be kids are a lot more sensitive today. I definitely think there's a lot of that going on. A lot more sensitive. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's we, we've talked about this kind of stuff on the podcast too. It's like the whole idea of they've taken winning out of everything, and it's like everybody's a winner and all this stuff. It's like that's what defines your character and helps you become a person, yeah. become an adult. You know, is that's going why you have tra- all these shitheads walking around thinking they're entitled to everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> everywhere per- you look. Participation trophy. Yeah. Yeah. 
what? Where are you teaching the to to for a kid to commit to effort? Like, I'm gonna get a trophy anyway, so who cares? I, I just, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, it's absolutely correct, man. And because I think people got to figure out what you want to do in life, and it's this combination of what you're naturally good at, and then like what you have a passion for, and you got to find the combination of those two things. And how are kids supposed to find it if you're you're always a winner? Everyone's a yeah, winner. Yeah. Like maybe not. Maybe football's not your thing. Right. <laughs> you can learn that if you right. fucking lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. And and I mean, competition. You're gonna face that for your remaining days it could be Mm -hmm. in the workplace it could be on the sports field what have you and i think we're kind of we're taking that away yeah i don't think we're taking that away from life yeah life lessons it is taking away from life because there's not a participation award for or a a runner-up award for not getting a job promotion that's it mike (laughs) that's it you know it's like (laughs) right you didn't get the promotion but you did a good job anyway so we're gonna give you this instead so you kind of got a promotion too right and (laughs) and when you go and you interview for a job and you're competing hence the word competing you know they don't say here's a here's Here's a a consolation job you know what i mean like it, it's you have to learn to compete you have to learn that's 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 something that i definitely want to make sure i i you, teach my kids to compete and you also want to learn the trials and tribulations of failure early too that's it because as failure as an adult if you've never experienced that i mean it's you just get, like you see these people are devastated yeah yeah as an adult because yeah. they can't yes. handle failure yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a lot it's the first time in yeah. their life you know yeah you guys remember like years back Probably before the recession or whatever, the, I guess they call it the recession. But you guys remember like so many stories in the news about these guys killing themselves in their home and killing their families all because they lost their job and they were experiencing financial turmoil. So they murdered themselves in their eight bedroom home and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's one of the kids that didn't learn how to bounce back, how to be competitive and keep moving like you're so accustomed to getting trophies just for participating you just don't when 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 the when it's tough you don't know how to respond and i i i don't want my kids getting a participation trophy now when they compete in sports i will let that be known not none of that no you're gonna be like the dude in that commercial he, he wrote no. on it he, like, he like screws it out right it's champs yeah that was like was that like the, oh was, like that the, was that the Kia commercial? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, a yeah. Commercial. yeah. I uh, from I, Sorrento, I, won't, I think. Yeah, I won't let my kids <laughs> have the competition trophy, uh, participation trophy. I'm not a fan of that. My wife isn't either, but she plays sports. I'm actually okay with it. Like, give everybody a participation one, but then there's also the winner. There's also the guy, the team that won the championship that beat every team, did not lose along the way in the playoffs, and won. Like. Give them like the ex. That's the real trophy. And everyone's sure you get a little token. Hey, you participated. Thanks for trying and working hard and having fun or whatever. I get it, but you can't not. That can't be all there is. Yeah, it's just blanket. Like oh, you participated. Everybody yeah. participated. There's no separation between you know the winners. You know, and participation losers. trophies were back in the day when we played sports. Your team pictures that prove yeah, that you were participating. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> good point, man. And when you did uh. What was it called in school? Field day. Did you yeah. guys have field day? Yeah, yet? we did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So, like, I guess you would get the winner got the blue trophy and well the blue ribbon. Blue and, ribbon. Yep. And you had to collect as many blue ribbons as you wanted. And then the the second place was 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 wow. red or silver. 
I had forgotten about that because my kids just had field day the other day. But they don't not, do that anymore. No. What? It's all fun. It's all for fun. There's no con. That's I totally forgot about the yeah. ribbons and yeah. everything. You had oh, to collect you as many ribbons. those yeah. ribbons, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. Track. I mean, what? And there what, was even was... a like. There was even an award for having like the most of certain ribbons. Yeah, and stuff like that. yeah. <laughs> like the uh, well, I could see you know best sportsmanship because you're teaching something there. You're instilling something, but like you used to be. I used to a blue ribbon in in any event. I don't care if it was the the egg. When Egg did this stuff start? Whatever. Like the whole just participation. When did the when did this start happening? Obama, you know, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Blame Obama when in doubt. Uh, um, I don't know, dude. It's just that sounds I mean, that sounds right about the right era. But the <laughs> right, this first or second year. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, I just want because I'm so curious. You know what's behind it? Why? Why have we become so ridiculous? I think the thing is too. It's kind of it does tie in with that bullying thing and stuff like that. Because you know I can see it twofold. You know we're 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 competing. We're trying to be the best and everything like that. But at the same time, somebody might see that as like gloating and, and you know looking at a kid that doesn't have any ribbons and be like, I got more ribbons than you and bullying and like that way. So that's when you have to come in and teach sportsmanship. Yeah. You know, being great, being a great sport because you're gonna have some kids that pout, but to not, like, I wonder how how kids feel truthfully if you could really like a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist could talk to a kid and compare talking to a kid during our generation about something as simple as like a field day uh-huh. and winning that blue ribbon versus now it's just like we're just going out having fun and be your best. Yeah, you know, I I. I, I, did you, that irritates me as like to to none other, like no ribbons, Tony. Are you serious? It's like fucking recess. Wow, that's like yeah. having another yeah. recess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have a bunch of different, you know. But see, maybe that's why, like these guys, especially in the NBA, why these guys like are butt buddies outside of the game because, like, <laughs> the NBA when we grew up, forget about it. There was no way anybody from the Chicago Bulls was hanging out with the Knicks. The Lakers, what have you? That was not happening. Yeah. Period. Now, a lot of these, a lot of these GMs hate how close a lot of these players are from opposing teams because it makes it gives them unrealistic expectations. Because like all the news is out there, it's like Chris Paul with Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. Yeah. Like that'll never happen. You're like, <laughs> yeah. And th- I mean, it's like it doesn't instill that I don't want to lose. I think I do see a little bit of it with LeBron and Steph, but like I think Pat Riley was saying that it re- they were saying that it really irritates Pat Riley that Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are so close because it's like they're really he, well, he comes from the the era of the Lakers and the Celtics yeah and, yeah, yeah. That, exactly yeah. yeah but see that goes back to like that field day like you were saying like you're not teaching competition that's what I mean there's this. Uh, overall cultural shift and i'm just curious like where why is it swinging so damn far i mean we're just talking about it reasonable people it sounds ridiculous when you talk about this stuff it seems so obvious like sensitivity man everybody is so sensitive about everything everything, yeah everything so maybe that's why that's you got people like trump out there and he's got this giant amount of maybe parents got upset you know my kid didn't get a ribbon but Johnny participated and didn't get a ribbon at all, and now he's devastated. 
And maybe the schools and whatever the programs got tired of hearing that and just said, you know what? Fuck it. Give everybody a ribbon. Very likely. I think very yeah. likely, yeah. You I showed mean, up today, Blue Ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being here, Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Wow. Now let's talk about the real about the real uh, thing that everybody loves field day for. Donald Trump? No. Fucking popsicles no. and ice cream, dude. <laughs> I didn't. I love the competition. I wanted a ribbon, period. Yeah. I, I could go hungry for the entire day <laughs> for a fucking ribbon. That was... I could see Tyson like on, that the, was on the field. Right? I could see Tyson on the field and like as a, like a, a little mini Tyson out there like, you don't get to eat nothing unless you get that blue ribbon. <laughs> well, you had, you had something to compete for. Like, yeah. I think it creates lazy kids. I think it's part of the problem of, ha- of lazy kids today. I, I really, you're not giving them something to compete for. I mean, I don't understand why it has to be or instead of and. Like all these, like I was saying, of having the participation too, and having you know, the, to have, everybody should have, be having a good time. Yeah. And we should be trying to enjoy ourselves or whatever. But at the same time, like I just don't understand why you can't have both. Why does it have to be or? Why is it shifted completely away from any level of competition to this? That's what doesn't make sense. The, to me. the, the part that I'm waiting for is inclusion on everything. Or fucking field day is going to go from like sports activities, and then there's going to also be a math challenge as well. <laughs> So but I bet you that's everybody. probably happening already somewhere. Probably you think so? Yeah, I think it's like a but, math yeah. challenge. Yeah, you know, so not a not all the kids are physically gifted. What are we doing for them? You know, just I'm pretty sure. Yeah, their days are probably the field day is cut in half, where it's field day in the morning and then or in the afternoon and then. Can you imagine if they took the same approach with like like actual education and curriculum, like homework and. <laughs> Just turn it a you piece didn't, of shit you didn't get the, you didn't get, get the a yeah you didn't get the a but you know what you turned it in yeah we don't so do a's yeah. anymore we we've eliminated a's do, they, yeah. do, they, do they do i know some some schools do they don't do a's bc's they don't my kids don't either but it's the same thing it's just a number right that's instead. that's out here too a four is an yeah a. that's what growing up too with me is like um when i was in denver public schools it was like uh satisfactory unsatisfactory Really? It was SRU, like in elementary, and then like when I got to Aurora Public School. Wait a minute. You didn't get letter grades in elementary? No. Satisfactory, really? unsatisfactory. Either you were at the level or you weren't. Yeah. Huh. And then um, and then after that was when I got to Aurora Public Schools was the, the four system, the one, two, three, four. So Yeah, like, that's what my kids are. It's the are. equivalent of a four is an A. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's exactly you know. the same as ABC. Yeah. Do kids see numbers? Do your kids have that same excitement of seeing a number as they do? As you did when you saw a grade, you think it's your hard. kids are older, so I, I, you yeah right. You know what I, I, th- I think I'm biased because I grew up with the letters. So to me, no, like I I look at it and it just doesn't look the same. Like, oh, I think no, I, I think they might like it more because really? it's the quantity thing. If you're looking hmm. at A's and B's and stuff like that, it doesn't quantify into an actual physical number. But if you're getting fours and threes, and but stuff I feel like, like it's, I feel like it's a fucking survey. No, I don't, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but they you don't what know I'm the difference, right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like four, 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 and then at the end of that thing, you know, it's like fucking yeah. thirty-six. Yeah, you know, you're comparing it to a friend. You're like, what? How, what'd you get? And like, oh, I got twenty-four. Oh, I got thirty-six. You know, it's like it's kind of like I that, see. Yeah, rather yeah. than just an A B system. Because like some some places I go to and they want you to do the surveys, anything less than a five and I fail. That's <laughs> <laughs> well. Guess yeah. what? You just got fives all around the board <laughs> because you told me what you wow. needed. That's that's crazy, man. I I hope that on we surveys can teach when you do sur- surveys, get, yeah. Do you ever I, give tens? Yeah, you give oh, tens. I do. No, yeah. dude, I'm the guy who go. Nope. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like a perfect 10. I never give anybody 10s. Mm, very rarely do I. There's always do. something Which, you can improve on, man. There's always something. I, yeah, the there, nines. There you is, get nines. You know, a lot of times, uh, some some people's incomes are determined by those surveys. Like, for example, my uh, BMW uh, service advisor, anything less than a 10, he gets like a, a bonus per number of surveys that come back mm-hmm. and it could be my survey that could prevent that guy from getting his monthly bonus and who knows what he needs that for and i just don't want to be that guy you wouldn't know unless his hor- unless his service <laughs> was horrible you wouldn't know yeah there but could I, be me out there yeah. doing the nines and then you you're, I'd, you're I'd thinking fucking you're thinking you seven you're, no, <laughs> that's good. I was, I was that's better than a five. <laughs> that means I'm better than regular. Oh, He's better than average. Yeah. Right side of life. <laughs> I'm better than average. I'm too better than average, you guys. That's about the average. What is it, the average chick? Seven, eight, something like that. So I, I'm, I'm like that though. I mean, if somebody's really terrible service, because we've talked about this, especially with, I just won't with food. food. Yep. Yeah, I still give them the basic with the tip and right, everything. I right. still, you know, cover the basics, right. yep. but. I will go out of my way not only to tip somebody if they do an excellent job. I, I really appreciate a really good waiter that's attentive, mm-hmm. but not too in your mm-hmm. face, knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. knows their stuff, quick, doesn't forget. Um, so not only will I tip them, but I'll go and ask if the manager's there and talk to them and, and put in a good word. Because I know how that goes way further than you know a few extra bucks a lot of times. Have you got? Let me ask you guys this. Uh, you may have experienced it, being that you're of some brown. <laughs> Of color. What was I saying last week? He's of an ethnicity. He has an increased melanin in the skin. Yeah, melatonin do, in the skin. Do you guys ever go places, like to a restaurant, primary example restaurant, and feel like this, your service was shitty because they felt like you weren't going to tip? But how, See, no. to me, how do they know? It could be, oh, I guess you're seeing like they're stereotyping you or yeah. something. I see. No, I haven't had that. You're a lie. No. You're brown. You you've had that at some point. No. You just don't notice. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever. Well, the reason I say I can that... tell you the the worst service I've ever had, and it doesn't matter because they're not sponsored by anybody <laughs> here. So Ruby Tuesdays fucking blows. Just there so everybody goes knows that sponsorship. Um, the the two times that we went to Ruby Tuesdays, uh, my wife and I, we went in. They sat us down. Ten minutes, you guys. No one said anything. Before somebody came over and talked to us. First restaurant, Ruby Tuesdays, up in Broomfield. Then we came down here. <laughs> you to, were busting them straight And out. then we came down here to Aurora, to Ruby Tuesdays in Aurora. And same thing. We sat down, and five minutes they came and got our drinks. But again, it took another five minutes to get the drinks over. Mm. And then she dropped the drinks off and left. And then didn't come back for a long time. And you're ready to work. You were ready, ready to work. Oh, yeah. I, hate, I hate that. That's a pet peeve of mine. It's funny you say that because a couple of weeks back we were in Breckenridge. We went to a Ruby Tuesdays and my wife was ready to tip. And she saw the receipt that the wait- waitress handed her. And she Did circled. That shit have hand- handwritten on? Oh, okay. No, she circled the... The tip percentages down at the bottom of the receipt. Oh hell no! And my <laughs> wife, she she talked about that for the entire. It pissed her off. She said, "So you know what?" Insinuating that I left her the lowest amount that she circled. 
So hopefully that's an indication to her. But I have been to places where I felt like the table next to me with the same waiter and waitress has received more attention and better service. Mm -hmm. And if they wonder if it's because they don't, they feel like they're going to get a better tip from that table as opposed to... Was it a bigger table? No, no. No? It's, but... I've, I was, I was I've, been a server. To, I've been with buddies. I've I was been, a server, and I can tell you first half, I've done that before, where it was like a bigger table, and they had more people, they needed a little bit more attention, and so I was focused on that one, because yeah, you are going to get a bigger tip but, from that bigger table. Well, you, you, you think, but being, I've been in the sales industry too, and the first thing you're not supposed to do in, 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 in service is sales, to me, as far as I'm concerned, because you're trying to sell yourself and sell your, 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 your brand. Mm-hmm. Never judge a book by his cover. You know, a guy told me a story. He said there was a guy that he sold cars. He said there was a guy that came pulled up to a Chevrolet dealership in a taxi cab. Nobody wanted to help this guy. Nobody would go outside and help this guy. And he said, I went outside and helped this guy. This guy bought two Corvettes. That's see my train of thought. Looking at a dude that drove up in a taxi, I'm like, that guy is driving home in something. Well, there are. But he said they they also <laughs> right? would do, they also would do that with the type of car that you pull up with too, hmm. and because they feel like you know. And I have had that I've had that experience of pulling up in in a rental car to a car dealership and getting half ass service. Mm-hmm. And pulling up in a nice car, and it's like they roll out the red carpet because they, oh, he's driving that car. I've pulled up, I've gone to dealerships where I've parked across the street just so they wouldn't see what I was driving. Maybe it's not prejudice because on in a car lot, they make 60% of their sales on trade-in value stuff. So maybe they're looking at that car that you brought up, the, you know, that you're rolling up in that Ford Fusion, like, fuck, I ain't going to get nothing for that Ford Fusion. <laughs> but they're also trying to qualify, they're trying to pre-qualify yeah. you. They're trying to qualify, and, and I've had. And see, I think at that point in time, it's a dumb salesman because if you're coming, if you're rolling up, there are a lot of them out there. If yeah. you're rolling up, yeah, there is. Me, I'm an analytical person. I look at everything. If you're to me, if you're rolling up, and I see like in a Ford Fusion, you know, I'm looking at plates, I'm looking to see if it has that fleet tag on it. You know, if you have mm. that, I'm looking at if it's out of state tags. You know, that's an indication it's a possible rental car too. You know, stuff like that. You know, I'm looking at everything of the situation, not just the person. Mm, that's that's a minority in the sales world. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Because a lot of people want that easy lay down uh, sell. But I've, like I said, I've gone as far as to park across the street and walk up. And I've had dealers go out of their way to try to ask me and see what I was driving just so they could try and qualify me, in my opinion. Of but do you think maybe there is truth to what Mike's saying, though, that it's that trade-in value that they're thinking about? Well, I don't think the dealer really gives a shit about that because they're not going to make money off that trade-in. The that's dealer what, no, makes that's... money off the sale. The dealership yeah. makes the money off the trade-in. Oh, you're right. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So, gotcha. um, so unless they're like a total company man. <laughs> yeah, I, like I've got, I, went to, I went to Porsche here looking at, Two Panam, not Panameras, uh, the, the Cayennes, the SUV, side by side. I had already seen them online, and one was a little bit older because I like that older body yeah, style. You've, you've told the story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. the guy said, "You know this is and it's I ninety thousand dollars. This is a ninety thousand dollar vehicle. Oh, right. <clears throat> he didn't mention the price on the older one. Yeah, the first one. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Like seriously? Yeah. See again." 
the, the, the sales person in me, I would have looked at those nice, clean lines on that facial hair. I've had, 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 like, had a haircut like, in beautiful, forever. Beautiful <laughs> no, but, I'm, but I was driving, you know, BMW. Yeah. So it's not like I rode up in a piece of shit. So for him to feel like he has to tell me the price, I said, I never asked you the price. I said, I didn't ask you the price on the first one. That's the time where you left and came back, right? Yeah. yeah. I was that livid, like... You know, would he do that to the guy that just showed up from playing golf or dressed like he just showed up from playing golf? Would he say that? Would he say the same thing to that person? You know what I mean? It was just like, mm. what? And when I came back, I mean, you have to know there's some guilty there or some guilty conscience because for him to say, did I say something that offended you? You know that you said something that offended me w without me preempting you. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's... Horrible sell. There are some horrible salespeople. I, I know. Think. Every time I shop for Porsches, I have the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love how Mike erupted into laughter immediately. Oh. Um, maybe I should. Uh, you don't held, think I'm in maybe the market I for Maybe Porsches, I should have held out the brand. Oh, no. great. There goes oh. our Porsche sponsorship now. <laughs> I'm never going to get that Porsche sponsorship. Thanks. Oh. oh, man. So we were talking earlier about getting sleep, man. It's really tough when you got a new one in the house. Um, not for us. Not, there's no way so, Not for us. We have the music so, on loud and we close the doors. <laughs> no, we have to wake her. We have to wake her up. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, I'm not getting sleep because I'm just not sleeping. Like I don't, I don't go to sleep until like one or two, um, and I'm up at like but seven, seven thirty. But it's nothing to do with the baby. Like, it's just I think it's amazing. Uh, Striking out with the salesman, locking out with the babies. We're having to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll take that any day, any day. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, but we're not those tired parents that when people say, "Oh, I'm so tired," that's our fear. No. That's our fear. So we were one and done because our one was so perfect. Went to sleep all the time. Two months, she's sleeping through the like, whole the odds night. What that's going to happen Right, again. again. It's yeah. like, usually you hear those stories, like, number two is like, you know, oh, she slept for two hours tonight. That's great. Oh, no. like, oh hell no. No. Uh, our, our oldest wakes up more than the baby. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But no, not missing sleep whatsoever. I'm, we're very fortunate, man. Very fortunate. <laughs> Tyson's like, no, we're not missing any sleep. Meanwhile... Joe's listening to this, and she's like, "I'm not sleeping." No, she no, believe me, she is sleeping. <laughs> she is sleeping. Yeah, she's not during the day. Like, uh, I think like because I wanted her to sleep when the baby slept, like during the day. But now the baby just we like I said, we have to wake the baby up to feed her. So Joe is not having. I have to wake Joella up to feed the baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is yeah, she's definitely not. She may be missing out on an hour or two, but overall, I think she's getting getting pretty good rest. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah, very fortunate. It's good stuff. Life moves along so damn quickly. Oh, Seems like it was just know, yesterday. Man. My my oldest was that age. I remember when he was just a little rug rat. We we're talking <laughs> about it because we just got we went camping this week, and I and saw that he's been camping since he was four. When he was four years old, we did his first trip. You just brought him back. Yeah, just brought him back. He looks From good, right? Been a long time. So got so big. I don't know why. Where the time goes when your kid's in the mountains without you. Uh, no, but but I, I, it was remarkable. He was four years old, I remember, and he did. we did like a four-mile hike, and it was. I'd say he 
probably hiked two thirds of it, something like really? that. Really? When he was four. So he's always been really attracted to the mountains. Oh. Yeah. Love getting out hmm. there. So we were out there this week, but it was not, <laughs> it was not a normal camping trip because I like to go up there. It's a very spiritual experience for me. I like to go up and be up in the mountains and just kind of not really have a lot of distractions, <laughs> have a campfire, you know, a little bit of food to eat. Uh, but this time we had all the kids. So my dad came, my sister came, all three of my kids. Her daughter. Her daughter, <laughs> Lucy. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> not as spiritual as Tony. You, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't call that a vacation, did you? No, and but I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew this particular trip was going to be It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Dude. okay, so we show up, we get there. This has never happened. I've been camping since I was 15, and I've had some close calls with rain and getting set up and stuff, but we sh- we got, th- got there. I was so used to that not happening. I think I just got cocky, which, as Mike knows, this happens yeah. to me sometimes. <laughs> and so I, it, the clouds were looming. You could kind of tell there was a little moisture in the air, and I took my time getting everything set up and setting up the campsite. We got this ridiculous tent, man. I've always been a super simple. <laughs> I like to keep I it saw basic. That. It looked like you had different sections no. of a, condo. a pole, bro. Yeah. A condo. Listen, a pole. It was like different sections. Duplex. I don't was, care yeah, what the hell. I saw, you saw the you saw the picture. Dude. Did it yeah. look? There was like fucking sections to the tent. It was like this is the west well, wing. That's this is the north camping. wing. Yeah, when he went camping with us before too, we joked about it too. My friend Tracy yeah. was like that. He had like a fifteen <laughs> fucking person. It had like patios for each no. side of the house. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. how this was. Yeah, yeah. So, but see, I've never camped like that. I always take like a basic two three man tent. I just like it's easy. Yeah. It takes five ten minutes. You can get it set up. So. I started setting it up, and then just rain, hail, the temperature dropped like 10 degrees. Oh. We got all the kids sitting in the car. We're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we just kind of waited out for a while uh, and eventually start setting it up, and then I realized how deep in I was, and I was kicking myself because I almost—I have two smaller tents, and I almost just brought them just to bring them, but we had so many people in the car, and yeah. it was just so cramped full. I was like, I'll just leave these behind. I wish I had those so bad, dude. I'm trying to figure out this giant mansion of a tent. It's a 12-person tent. On soft, Jeez. wet ground. Dude, and it, right, and the hail's falling, so we had to at certain points it got so heavy we had to wait it out so i like fold the tent up and just kind of <laughs> like waiting unfold it back pick up where we left off start putting the stakes through pull out the first stake and you know do you know how, what tent poles look like yeah. i'm saying stakes but i mean tent poles yeah. how they have the string in between or yeah. whatever broke <gasps> no! two ends fell off so it was just like tedious i sat there just kind of like threading the needle you know like or whatever basically pushing pushing the rope through the pole then through the second pole i get to the last one and i can't get it through so we're just like screw it tie it off and if you look closely at the picture at the tent both sides because it's kind of an l shape uh-huh. the two sides that go out are <laughs> supposed to be the same height but if you look at it one is lower we had leaking problems as a result because water would pool oh. in certain areas it was a pain in the ass <laughs> so but we got through it we got set up and we you know we stayed positive and ended up having a great camping trip but uh, that was that was that rough, happened, dude. That huh. happened to us one time, too. Um, we went camping up in the normal spot up there in Poudre Canyon. And uh, same thing, started raining, and we're trying to all put up our tent and everything like that. And I had a buddy who was an avid camper. He'd gone camping forever since he was a kid. Dude comes out, takes his tent out of the sheath, and goes, and like flips it out. It was one of those yeah. pop-ups <laughs> that automatically <laughs> pop up by themselves. And so popped up, he goes over, tink, 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 put four stakes in, done, son. walked inside, walked inside yeah. of his tent, he was done. And then like, we're the son, you know, meanwhile, 
I didn't have like a giant tent, but I still had a tent where you had to do the same thing, put the poles through and all that stuff like that. Man, I slept in my Camaro that night. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was my fear that night. I thought we were going to be sleeping in the van. It's like, oh. I've, I've seen blow-up tents now. Have you guys seen those? Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Or instead of having uh, your poles, it's just inflate. You just so you inflate. have to have a power source then. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I get the big tent thing, like if you have a lot of people going, like we did. But it was ridiculous, man, because you know how they have like the pads, like where you put your tent. And it's like the raised sand, you know, it's got the logs around it or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you bought the Mormon special. It didn't fit, man. Yeah, it was like hanging off. So inside our tent, we had like, you know, where the logs are, the, yeah. like the border of where the tent pad is. Like Steph and I almost <laughs> broke my ankle like three times in there. But it uh, it was crazy big, but n- not again. N- on my next trips, we're taking the little <laughs> ones. It made me realize I'm like, I, you're much better off taking a bunch of small tents than you are taking one giganto tent that you, fits twelve people. You brought uh, me and my sister wife's tent, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's me sister wife's tent. <laughs> sister wife's brought tent. a me and my sister wife's tent. That, that the whole Mormon extended show. family. The whole oh, extended family. Have you ever seen that show? No, no, is this a reality show or something? I don't know if it's still on, but it was like the, it's the Mormon family where the guy has like, what, oh. four wives? Yeah. Oh, really? It's the one yeah. where they fleed Utah to go to Vegas because there's no polygamy laws. And then they bought like an entire cul-de-sac. Yeah. Like three he's, or a, four. he's a construction consultant he, or whatever. Yeah, he name. bought like three or four houses in a cul-de-sac, so he had one family in each house. How crazy yeah. is that? Yeah. 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 No, it's... What another time we went camping too? Same thing happened. Rain in Joe Dub, um, in Jeff Hill, were in the same tent, and they <laughs> they it was raining. It just kept on coming down, and the wind was blowing like crazy. We we're up in Sterling uh, Reservoir, and in the middle of them doing the tent, they were just like, "Fuck it, we're dying, dude!" And so their tent it just kept on getting blown over. Like when they're trying to fix it uh, and fix it, yeah. and we took a picture of it, dude. Their tent looked like fucking DIA. It was like, yeah, <laughs> like oh, man. points in it where it was like high and everything like that. Well, and it's very important when you buy a tent to make sure you can put it together. Go to REI and look at how it's assembled. And well, see, I've always I've always had the same tent. It's just that it's two poles. But they a twelve just, person, a you were you were opening yourself up for. Problems. Well, I got cocky because I've been camping so long, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they all work the same. I'll look at the picture. I got how many poles I got. Yeah. Okay, two short ones, three long ones. All right, we got this. And then it was just oh, I didn't anticipate person. the pressure of the rain and kids. You have a kitchen in, in that son of a bitch too. <laughs> Might as kitchenette. well. Kitchenette. You know what was great about it yeah. was uh, there's one section, one of those two sides of the L that sticks out. No, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was the indoor pool. Yeah. Uh, oh, jacuzzi. We gotta make up your mind though. Give me a bathroom and a pool, guys. You, <laughs> no, we're guessing about? at what that West Wing was. <laughs> no, no, but you can actually close it off, and it worked out great because we had all the kids, and that's the thing that kids are so bad about. They just track shit into the tent. Mm-hmm. Just they're mm-hmm. just just stomping around on their own sleeping bag. You know, they've been hiking around in the dirt, <laughs> pine cones and stuff stuck to their their shoes. So that was really good. So we had like a we called it what did we call it the decompression tank or something like that. <laughs> we have to get in there like take off because we had to have we had uh, ponchos and everything. Take all that off and. So so that was just filled with filled with dirt by the end of the trip. But, oh. but the rest of it was fine. So where we were sleeping, yeah. it was all good. Huh. <laughs> Mother-in-law's house in the back. Yeah, uh, mother-in-law suite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> t- 12-person tent. I don't even think we had that shit in the military. 
Yeah. Well, my wife, it was an Amazon. We were sitting there a while before the trip. We knew my sister was going. My dad was talking about going. We're like, hmm. We're looking at it. And she goes, you want me to order it? And I was like, ah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I learned a lesson, man. Oh. Should have just bought three smaller tents. Could have had just as many people. And yeah. Way quicker to set up, man. Like clockwork. Oh. Interesting. But always good to get out to the Rockies, though. You Do you camp at all, Tyson? Uh, That's a no. A cabin. No, <laughs> no, I do. I do. He's like a four wheeler. No, like I do. A I, I do. My, you know, Joe loves. She loves all that stuff. So I'm, I'm very supportive. So yeah, we we will. When he says very, so you hear that the, yeah. the tone of his voice is very supportive. No, he's he's not a camper. You know what I think did it, man. You know what I think. You know what I think kind of ruined it for me. When you're forced to do something, it's hard to find a love for it at any point after. So. Like when I my first assignment in the military, I was a banker. I had bankers' hours, nine to five, Monday through Friday, no weekends, no call, none, none of that shit, nothing. <laughs> Never went out to the field, nothing. Uh, and then I went to my next duty station, and we had this 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 uh, first sergeant that was just green, and green is an army term for just. So in, love, so in love with the army and oh, gotcha. uh -huh. this said we're gonna we're gonna play army games even though my job and our <laughs> jobs were nowhere near infantry tanker i was communication security and ts clearance and went to school for nine months I, like i didn't Have we ever I, talked about this on the podcast no i didn't even i don't think i even knew you had a military background really yeah yeah, we've uh, talked about it before have we? yeah went to school for nine months and the normal the average school is like six to eight weeks uh, in the military, and our drill sergeants always told us, like, you guys are too smart to play war games. You just sit back, sit behind the computers, and uh, but we had this first sergeant that wanted to be. He's just very green, so we'd go out into the fucking field for no reason whatsoever. And it's like, why are we out here? We used to, we, when we would go out to the field, we would sit in the back of an eighteen wheeler because our our communication setup was the trailer of an 18-wheeler. And our first sergeant couldn't even get in because he didn't have a top-secret clearance. <laughs> he didn't have our job, so he couldn't even get into our work. So we'd go in there. We had microwave, PlayStation. We, we set up our satellite, so we're watching television. We set up phones, so we're calling wait, wait, wait. home. So this is why you hate camping? Well, <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted us to be soldiers. So he wouldn't let us, like, we could sleep in our trailer. We had air conditioning, heat, all this other stuff. He wouldn't allow us to sleep out in our trailer, so we would have to go set up the tents, uh, help with the fucking porta potties, and eat eat uh, dehydrated eggs for breakfast and shit like that, and have us play military war games. Man, I really should have joined the military. So when you're forced, <laughs> when you're forced to do shit like that, you don't really. Want it's kind of hard. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to so find. So was that your passion. like was your sergeant like full metal jacket sergeant that green <laughs> like he was all about it. Uh, well, How tall you boy? He was all <laughs> like he would work out three times a day and three times a day. Yeah, and like right. he would literally work out three times a day. I I never had a problem with the runs, but uh, he would like to do six to ten mile runs in the morning. And we'd run in formation, so but you could always tell who drank the night before because as they start to sweat, they You'd smell it. Smell like an alcohol liquor cloud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he want he the the average run is like two miles. He wants to run six to ten, just to see how many he he, he people he can get to drop out. And 
So he was very military. I think he was airborne ranger and shit like that. And <laughs> we weren't airborne rangers. So, <laughs> so, like, so like full metal jacket. Yeah, I don't even know how he became <laughs> so first. Yeah, I don't know how he be, even became first sergeant of, of our unit because his job and what he did, he experienced a different military than what we experienced. And normally the first sergeant commander they have your similar jobs or they they are in your field. Yeah. He wasn't even our field. It's like, <laughs> did you fucking get stuck here? Like how how did you become like, a first what sergeant? What did you do wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. So uh when you are forced to do something, it's like we um uh, we went out to the field one time and we were I don't know, probably uh four or five hundred yards from a maximum security prison, uh twenty minutes from the Mexican border in Arizona. And we're laying on fucking, oh, we have to do stand to and, and shit like that in the morning. That's where you you lay down on the ground with your with your, with your your weapon and you're guarding your perimeter. So everyone had to lay down in a circle basically around your, your site, um, around your site with your weapons while you're sitting there laying on the ground. No enemy is coming, nothing, but you just lay there while the, while the sun's coming up with your weapon looking off in the distance as if an enemy was approaching your your campsite and fucking rattlesnake beds and stuff like that. So oh my God. just ruining, and we had to take showers in the maximum security prison. They would have to sneak us in and sneak us back out in the middle of the night. And it's like, like, should we even be here? You know, like, is it is it really wow. worth this? So, yeah, just to ruin that type, just to have that type of experience. But I... Believe me, I I like to go out in the wilderness, uh, but I like a little bit more. I don't want a fifth fifth wheeler or none of that shit. I think that's just kind of over the top. You're the kind of dude you like to get a nice cabin, sit yeah, on I'd, sit out on the deck. Yeah, I got. I'd you. like and and be very close to the water where I can go and drop a line in the water if I want. And but uh, unless it's like a tent that I can, as soon as I unbox it, it pops up. Just not my, <laughs> just not my cup of juice. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have an experience so, like sorry that. to bore you with that. No, but, you didn't bore me at all. That's interesting. But, yeah. it, well, it's. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's like something you were forced to do, and like now you probably look and it's like I don't I like to eat that. spaghetti. Do you really? I Is don't it? like. I don't. I don't like spaghetti either. Because when we were kids, you just like, have my mom, a shitload of spaghetti. Yeah, because when like my mom was went to night school. Yeah. To become like a hygienist and all that stuff, when I went to high, night school. Fucking, what's the easiest thing to make? Yep. Well, spaghetti and sloppy joes I hate, which is essentially the same oh, ingredients, see, except <laughs> one's a bun, the other's a noodle. I, yeah, I've fallen yeah. out of, I haven't found a sloppy joe mix that I... That but I, No, but... I, I used to that. like sloppy joes, but yeah. But that's what that happened. It yeah. was the easiest thing to make, and I got fucking tired of spaghetti right. because it was just like, spaghetti all... It's so funny. My kids time. are like spaghetti-aholics, man. They love Now, spaghetti. but they're going to be mics when they get older. Yeah. Maybe. I hate spaghetti now. I See? if I I will once in a blue moon eat it. It'll have to be angel hair. I don't like that thick, that thick noodle and and the sauce has to be just right. I'm not. Yeah, I can do without spaghetti for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> a strong statement against spaghetti. No, I like spaghetti. What about like see like Myers family? They make a whole bunch of different versions of like they make Filipino so, spaghetti. So, yeah. Filipino spaghetti Wait, is pretty yeah. delicious. Is that the ketchup really? and hot dogs? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's. I'll tell you what's good. It's but they also German do, spaghetti. I'll, really? I'll I'll get you. Oh my god! What is German spaghetti? Huh. It is so. They call it bolognese, um, but it is so good. Oh, and now I will eat that. See, and her family makes one. It's kind of like a lasagna too, like baked spaghetti, and it's like that's lasagna. 
Kind of, except it's got like regular spaghetti. No, it's got noodles. the cheese on top. Yeah, it's got the cheese on and top. And it have layers of we noodles that, in it. We made that in middle school. No. <laughs> we made that shit in middle school in the home ec class. <laughs> the baked spaghetti. Yeah. Does um, it have layers of noodles in it? And then there's like meat. No. And then there's cheese. It's and like there's a, another it's layer like of a noodle. Big pile of spaghetti with a bunch of cheese yeah. melted on top of yeah. it. Huh. Yeah. Like American it's, cheese. And then you, American and cheese. Then totally. You, then you, <laughs> totally. when you cut into it, it's like. What four or five inches? Yeah, you cut it in slices. That's how you yeah. eat spaghetti in a, a slice of spaghetti. Yeah, slices. <laughs> I think a slice. Actually, at Old Chicago, they do that. They have like a spaghetti pie, where it's like it's like a, it's in a form of a pizza, and it's just basically just fucking compressed ass spaghetti with the stuff on top. It's like a pizza. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You're like, what do you, what do you think of like fettuccine alfredo and stuff like that? I like, I like it in general at the restaurants. Because it's very hard to recreate if you ever bring leftovers home. You have to like literally put it in the saucepan and cook it again. It up, to heat it up. Otherwise, if you heat it up like in the microwave, it's gonna be all like oily everywhere and true. It's just not the same. Hmm. True. But I'd still eat it. Well, so. I'd say this is a perfect time, Mike. Uh you want to uh head over and do a little bit of the fun, fun facts. Yeah. So we uh um Send these out every week. 50 of the fun facts. Um, you're still getting them. I am, them, actually. I, <laughs> yeah. I am, really. Added a few people this week, actually. Actually, um, a little shout out. Um, Tattooed Bananas podcast. Um, been listening to us regularly. Have a few mentions on Twitter and stuff like that. Actually gave us a cool review on iTunes. I don't know if you saw that dollar. I didn't see that. Yeah, put a cool review, five star all the way, all that stuff. So return yeah. the favor. But their nice. podcast is cool too. They're they're two dudes, Phineas and Bill. Um they're just talking about check stuff out. out there. They're out in uh New Jersey. New Jersey. Nice. But they don't sound like that. Actually uh, Phineas um used to live here in Breckenridge and Maybe one day what we'll are the get two him guys on the names? Phineas and Bill. Okay. I was yeah. not Phineas and Ferb. That's no. no. <laughs> that's <laughs> a cartoon. Yeah. A cartoon. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say something like it was like, instead of Mike and Tony, it was like Max and Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael and Anthony. Miklo and Antonio. Mike, Michael and Anthony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. It's all according to you. Yeah. According to <laughs> Michael, Michael and Anthony. Anthony. Uh, Anyways, so if you want to be a part of the fun facts, again, all you have to do is email us. It's Mike and Tony Show at WROMRadio.net. Um, and again, like I said, I'll add you on to the list. And just a reminder, too, you can always go to our website at MikeAntonyShow.com. All of our episodes are there. We keep pictures of cool stuff, so you can always uh, keep up with us there. Um, let's see. Uh, where was the Japan one? They only had two killings a year. There it is. Japan has an average of just two gun-related oh, yeah. homicides per year. Hmm. The rest That's are crazy. All, how many are, how many people are in Japan? Because the rest are all fucking samurai swords. <laughs> there we go again. The prejudice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they don't they don't kill them. They're they're just injured. <laughs> like it's easier to take down that than well. Yeah. Damn. So to a year in 2013, there was 127.3 million people in Japan. That's a good ratio. <laughs> well, is it, isn't Canada? Uh, isn't Canada along the same lines? They Australia always, too. Yeah. Australia has no guns. When, when a Canadian is killed, they always say it's by an American because oh, they don't. Snap. They don't have the gun issue. It's, yeah. it's amazing how close they are to us to not and not have the gun issues that. 
we have. Yeah. Well, it's the same with right. Australia. Australia doesn't have um, any gun issues because they got rid of all their guns after the their mass shootings that they had, like the, the big time mass shootings. Um, you can have a gun in Australia, but I think you have to be of prior military background or police in order to have a mm-hmm. gun still. But you can't, a civilian just can't go get Why a gun. Why does that make too much sense? <laughs> that makes you just, it's but just, it's but they're saying it's like a ridiculous application order to do that. You know, I thought it was weird in Australia. My cousin's living in Australia right now, and she posted on Facebook. She got on the way to the gym and at like ten in the morning, and on the way home, she got stopped and breathalyzed both times. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, today. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was today or yesterday in really? Australia. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw she posted it on Facebook. I thought it was so weird. And huh. that, like there's no context or anything. I've never heard of anything like that. So it's just a bizarre thing. Maybe it was a really good workout. She was just stumbling around. Yeah, well she was joking <laughs> about it. She was like, Yeah, I was drinking on the treadmill. Like it's like so weird. So weird <laughs> to just get randomly stopped in the morning and you just standard procedure give you That's a That's how they get down in Australia, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fosters in the morning. Yeah, I guess, man. How about uh-huh. this one? This is this is crazy. Silly string is employed by militaries to reveal tripwires because it'll hang off the tripwire without weighing them down. Damn, it's that light. So yeah. light it won't trigger the, yeah. the tripwire. Isn't that funny though? It's like <laughs> the military uniform is like ammo and all this stuff like grenades. Silly string. <laughs> <laughs> it snows metal on the planet Venus. That's a trip. That is so trip. What, what does it? I wonder what kind of metal. You know, Damn. buff. You know, buff you'd be if you had to shovel snow. It was metal. <laughs> it's all lead. <laughs> lead snow. Oh my gosh. Um, th- this one is really interesting to a germaphobe like me. Double dipping chips does I not increase the amount of germs found in the dip. Is that just because there's just so much crap in it? That's what freaks me out. It's <laughs> so it's germs everywhere, anywhere? It's like, nah, it's actually probably cleaner. It? <laughs> and and it coming from a human mouth, like, yeah. which is considered to be one of the dirtiest things. It's probably just tons of bacteria everywhere, huh? Always reminds you of Seinfeld. It's like putting your entire mouth in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the, I thought this was funny. They actually have a word for this. It sounds so predictable. It's, yeah. like it's not even seem real. Decidophobia is the fear of making decisions. I'm looking at that one right now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I think decidophobia, I think it runs primarily in the female um, race of humans because anytime I fucking ask Tia what she wants to eat, she doesn't know. She has decidophobia. Uh, I don't know. Whatever you want. Okay, cool. Let's go get sushi. I don't want that. Well, yeah. then you won't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? Rock band, ZZ Top, because I'm on my way there, you guys the beard and everything, has had the same members without any changes since 1969. That's 47 years. Wow. And they're probably the only group that's ever. Just about, huh? Yeah. That's a hard thing to do. Any changes. That's, isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know, wow. Another little fun fact on that one. You know, as ZZ Top, they're known for their beards, and there's the one guy that doesn't have the beard. And his last name's his Beard. His last name is Beard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a fun fact yeah. before, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was an article I was reading. It was like... <laughs> I like the one that says moms give off a certain odor when they're afraid, which is how babies learn what to fear. Wow. So they're afraid of the same things as their mom. That's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. This is just like, he puts it into like perspective, like maybe like a domestic issue or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like kid would be scared of their, 
the or male figures, or male figures, or something mm. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, abusive relationships, stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. Shia LaBeouf's name literally translates into "Thank God for Beef." <laughs> what in German? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what the hell? It works, I guess. Thank well. God for Beef is here. <laughs> Baby elephants suck their trunks for comfort, just like human babies suck their thumb. Yikes! Those are nostrils, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sucking their boogers. <laughs> it's different because they use that that trunk for. Yeah, how weird would that be to have a nose that long <laughs> that you could like? It was you were super dexterous with it, like you are with your hands. Drink it, yeah. Drink from Damn, it. I'm thinking of the things I could do on guitar. <laughs> if I just had a trunk, you wouldn't need the loop pedal, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this one right here, Tony, la cucaracha. Is about a cockroach that dies because it can't smoke weed. I feel like I knew that at some point. <laughs> I feel like my dad told me that. Uh, I just saw that. Poor cockroach. Here's a fun fact. Roseanne Barr said we would be so lucky if Trump Trump won. Yeah, that was on news. I saw that, yeah. Is, is again, she, again, Tyson with the jumping around and news. And no, I said facts. that because of the. There's a fun fact about Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roseanne Barr was offered the role of Peg. Bu wow, Peg Bundy See? on Married with Children, but turned it down to create her own sitcom, Roseanne. Both shows are credited with pioneering sitcoms about dysfunctional families. I'm sorry, but I like the Peg Bundy that I remember as a child. <laughs> yeah, as a teenager, I used to love that show. Me too. I have Christina Applegate. Woo. I think I like Peggy. I like. I actually like really? the mom. I like the mom. Liked, liked her like that, huh? Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah. Tyson doesn't want to say it, but he's like, she was stacked. You guys, are, you know, you remember that? Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. How about, how about of this? Uh, where was the fact about the eighty percent thing? You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah. Find it, dollar hurry. Oh, here, how about this one? Uh, women who walk an hour a day reduce the risk of breast cancer by 14%. I saw the yeah. Walking's good in general, man. There's so many benefits. Just from moving. Just movement. And it's so funny because people, I think so many people don't work out and stuff like that because they think, you know, they just envision like really pushing it and, you know, drenched. Their shirt's drenched after. They feel like shit. They're all sore the next day. But really, just to get started, man, just going on a walk. Going on a 10-minute walk, if nothing else. It's actually super, super good for you. Backed by science. Here we go. This is what it was. Um, 80% of people ask questions they already know the answers to. You know what's funny, though? 87 ladies were uh, interviewed in this 100-poll question. <laughs> there we go. There's the punchline, guys. Thanks. Yeah, we're super slow. That's like Tyson. <laughs> that was a long pause. <laughs> There's one that I do like. It says, even with the higher income, education, and other factors controlled, Intelligent people tend to drink more alcohol. I'm straight up dumb these days. <laughs> no, you're, still, you're still drinking. You have fermented booze over there. Oh, I got my kombucha, huh? Does that yeah. count? Yeah. All right. I'll take it. What are you doing? Like four a day now? Uh, on a, that's on a slow day. <laughs> 40 <laughs> is an average. No. <laughs> no, one a day, man. I try to drink one a day. It, it, w now, I got to ask you this. This is a crazy one. If ants were scaled up to human size proportions, <laughs> They would walk at around 52 miles per hour. Yeah. Yep. Ants are freaky, man. Because that was one of the other fun facts uh, one time, too, was at full running pace, um, an ant could outrun a Ferrari. Yeah. 
can you imagine? Can you imagine that we've definitely talked wow. about that on the podcast. I don't know if on, on any that you've been on, but like the insect world is so frightening. It's surely a matter of scale. Yeah. Because we were talking yeah. about we're so small in the big picture yeah. or whatever. But can you imagine? Like if we were the same size as ants, if you could deal with, you have to deal with a something like that that could run, outrun a fucking Lamborghini. Wow. It's like the size of a truck. You're just like, Jeez. and what was the? There was another fun fact about yeah, pick the up strength. The, yeah, basically they'd be able to go on like a yeah, whole, and, Panzer yeah. tank, just go up to a Panzer yeah. tank and just <laughs> lift it up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good luck <laughs> fighting that thing. Right. <laughs> it's, it's done. What was the What was the the old movie? The really super gory one with the giant like spider things. We're talking about this is this is definitely reminding me of that movie. What, uh, the giant spider thing. I can't oh. believe I can, I'm going. I'll uh-huh. remember this later. Yeah, gonna, you got me on that one. No, from space. It's been so damn long since I saw. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh can't remember. That sucks. No. Oh well. <laughs> well, moving on. Uh, what do you say, buddy? You want to move on and hit up a little, little bit of the news. news. There's a lot of it, huh? A lot of it. Yeah? What do you got? Glad to have you on for this section of the show, always. You are you are very keen on the news. You keep up on current events and wow. what's going on in the world. I mean, so. it's not difficult to keep up on with him now. Donald Trump seems to be <laughs> everywhere. the only thing in the news. He's really succeeded at that, right? Yeah. Just completely manipulating the media and like just yep. all eyes on him all the time. Well, the media is all about ratings. And yeah. I think people are so enamored with... I think people are still just like, how is this guy, how has he cheated his way this far? How's he fooled? I think, he's a phenom- I think he's a result of the phenomenon we're talking about, like that crazy, crazy PC that, you know, not, it, you got to be careful of anything you say might offend somebody, giving mm. out these, you know, everybody gets a participate, all this shit. Mm. People are tired of it. And you get this guy who just gets up there and rips, yeah. just but, says whatever he comes to his mind. People are like, oh. Yeah, I... I, I will tell you that uh, I hope that Bernie Sanders does a great job of making sure that his message is loud and clear that to support Hillary. I really do because I think I think the media has also done a great job of tarnishing Hillary Clinton. I'm not going to say she's done 100% right, but uh, I will say she's definitely the lesser of the two evils between Trump and Hillary Clinton. I think it's a no-brainer. Right, and it's not even just that I would agree with that, too. It's lesser of two evils, but it's also just two different things. Like, evil is one thing, but the other one is just unpredictable. Who knows what shit's going to happen if Trump yeah. becomes president? Yeah. Whereas at least, you know, but she is pretty shady. I mean, there's a well, lot of... I mean, like, okay, like, for instance, like, the big thing they keep going back to are the emails and... The like, Benghazi, yeah, there was an Benghazi, article on that today. Yeah. But you know the the thing with Benghazi that a lot of, and I think this is where the military should really, people from the military and former military should really step up. And you have a chain of command in situations, and in order for it to get to her, she 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 at that point she was one to two steps away from the president. Things get to generals before they get to her involving true yeah benghazi you know what i mean like true oh yeah like so and sure she's going to take the heat for it but i think people don't understand i think a lot of americans don't understand that she's going to take the heat for it but there have been more embassy bombings through the history of the united states this is not the first time this has happened and why she's being hit so hard for it just is is baffling to me it's not the first time. It probably won't be the last time that has happened. Uh, 
and for her to continually take the hit when people are supposed to report to generals and i mean we're talking two three four star generals and and things of that sort this should have been handled at their levels and unfortunately when it got to her it was too late but sure she's going to be the one to take the blame but people are acting as if this is the first time they're acting as if she intentionally called someone over in Libya said hey please bomb our embassy and she's directly responsible for what happened that is impossible to control it's impossible and the email thing Colin Powell has come out in support of Hillary Clinton and Colin Powell is a Republican I really wish he would have ran for president, but he said he didn't because of the numerous death threats he received just with the notion of him running for president. But he said he used his private server and he had a private email address. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So it's like it almost seems like a double standard. And is it because she's a woman? Is is that like we're holding it under a microscope because she she's a woman? I'm I'm personally not because these two things don't nah, really I don't, affect. I don't think that's what I, it is. I I think it may it may not be what it is, but I think it's playing a part. It's because way males po- have done yeah. worse, Tony, in the history oh, of the United un- States. Undoubtedly, no, that's what I'm saying. I think I think it's just the same old shit. I mean, it's, sh- it's shit slinging. It's really trying to just bury people and and make them look bad. And you're right, the media's done a great job. They especially even through Facebook, you see these compilations all the time of of all these things. But what gets me, what is so insane to me though, is not even just defending those things, but even those things, even if they were say indefensible and there was a lot of truth to them. Even that being said, to really look at her versus Donald Trump and be like, yeah, Trump's the way I'm going. And like, Trump that's feels insanity. And I think this is thro- I think this is this is sh- taking shots in the dark. And I don't I don't buy it. I I really hope that people are more intelligent. But Trump says he has a better chance of getting Bernie Sanders voters than Hillary. And I'm like, how do you go from Bernie Sanders believes and hop over Hillary? Well, that's the thing though. Trump, Trump isn't Trump. doesn't, doesn't make have sense. a real ideology. Man. Oh, about nothing. He's a other than a wall. carnival barker. He just says yeah. what he you know he thinks is going to work. And I mean, in some ways, it's the same as as politics has always been, as far as that goes. But he's completely you know the the funding is is different now. Like he funds most of his stuff, so it's like for now. But did you know for now? You know he oh, just had started. a meeting with the Koch brothers. Yeah. And they're oh, like, did he? I didn't yes, know about that. He had a meeting two days ago. It may have been yesterday, actually, with the Koch brothers. And everyone knows they well, are the puppet masters. Yeah. Well, he's taking all the steps he's going to have yeah. to for the... For the, yeah. you and, know, the and, they, and he kept, you know, for the longest, he said, I'm funding myself. Right, you know, right. yeah, no, he's my, changed My that balls now. are bigger than the room. Uh, now, and people were saying they were voting for him because he wasn't taking money. He wasn't being bought, essentially. But what about... What are those people thinking now... What's their excuse now? Because he is getting ready to start taking donations from people like the Koch brothers to fund his campaign. Because well, it's it, a different ballgame. Well, now. I think this, it's a different type of people that are supporting this guy. Because it, it can't possibly be, they can't be thinking with logic. I mean, he changes what he says. He's He just makes no sense. There's nothing, there's, like I said, there's no 
like set ideology behind him. A lot of people make the argument probably successfully that in, in many ways he's more left than he is right. Like he's in in many ways in the in his past he's been more democratic than he's been Republican. Oh yeah. So it's like he's just he's nothing. He's this guy. He's this figurehead. He's this star. He's this like entertainer, carnival barker dude. But that's what's amazing is like so of course the people that are supporting him they're not gonna they don't question anything. How could they? If you how could you listen to anything he said and be like yes logically this all makes sense. You're just yeah. Yeah. You're just well, wrong. Well, I think the you know, I I've always said that racism in the United States is just more lipstick and makeup now than what it was back in the 50s and 60s and before the 50s. It's more lipstick and makeup. And I feel like in what way? What does that mean exactly? Meaning that it's covered up. It's still oh. it's still prevalent. It's still it's still it's just as alive and kicking as it was back in 1960. Um, other than the fact that you and I can go into a restaurant through the front door together and we're not looked at in most parts of the United States, we're not looked at as what are they, what the hell are they doing together? But I, I Fuck, think I would hope so in 2016. <laughs> well, you would hope, but a lot of people are, I think Trump has really shown how far we have not come mm-hmm. in the sense of racism. And well, I think he's, yeah, I think he's, he really shows how much, and we've said this on the podcast, Mike and I have talked about it, how much angry, how many angry white men are out there, dude. I mean, that's, that's who his base is and the crazy things he says. I mean, he's appealing to the fear and racism and I mean, just all this, this, it's, it's really insane. I, I would start with racism. I think he, he's appealing to, to racists. I, I really well, right, but f- that's all based on fear, right? I mean, that's where racism comes from. It's this in- the fear of the unknown, fear, I suppose. Yeah, they always say you fear what you don't know. Um, but I, I, I just think that it's really sad to see. You know, when back in the day, you would have a flip flopper, and the presidential campaign would automatically, essentially, be eliminated. They would eliminate themselves because they're a flip flopper, which is stupid. Is a stupid concept. Yeah, yeah. and he has. I mean, this guy, I, I think about this. I'm a little nostalgic. I like when Bill Clinton was president. I, I The guy did what he did, and it was wrong. Morally, it was wrong what he did. So but you're talking he, about the blowjob. Right. Like, that, see, that's so crazy that you can't even talk about it. When you talk about him, that that's like, it's all in our minds. That's like the first thing you have to like preface it, because it has nothing to do with doing the job. It's like... If people, or the people that are old enough to remember when Bill Clinton was president, the United States was in the best position probably that we have ever been. I uh, think so. When Bill Clinton was president? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I during that time, I had so many people going after me for to get out of the military and just throwing money like it was just, like it was being printed in their basement. I think the country, the position of the country of the United States during the Bill Clinton era is probably one of the best. And like I said, I'm a little nostalgic. And if Hillary is, if she's half a step as close to getting us back there, President Obama has laid the foundation. Now, if Hillary can put us over the top, why would we not want that? You know, the people are afraid of ISIS and President Obama is not doing anything about ISIS. And people are making up a million excuses as to why President Obama is not a good president when I think those excuses all all go back to one thing, his skin color. I, I have no choice but to but to believe that. 
because everything he has done, maybe he hasn't done as much as some people wouldn't like. A lot of black people feel like he hasn't done as much for the black communities uh, as they were hoping or envisioned him doing. But if you look at our position today as opposed to eight years, why would we want to take two steps back? It's, it's just, and people are, people are putting, people are not talking about the positives of what he has done. They're Who, only talking, yeah. yeah. People are not talking about it at all, at all. No, but meanwhile, I was looking today that he was, I guess he was on uh, Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah. And it was like broke the record, right? It was like the highest ratings that they've had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like you always said something. Yeah. You always said something. You said you think he's going to go down as one of the For greatest, sure. if not the greatest. To me, there's not, it's not even like, I don't care about debating. Did you see that episode? See, uh, the Jimmy Fallon one? Oh, you no. Got, was you he got, gonna, Yeah, we record him now. You, so I've got oh, it. Oh, man. You got to see it. They did a. They did a love, like I think he called it like an American love song. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, man, it, it is the yeah. great. Oh, oh really? Oh, Obama sang. He didn't sing. It was more of him talking. It was uh, Black Thought from the Roots and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. They were like a group. They were like a love, like a love R and B group. I love it. I gotta see and, it. And and President Obama would say something. Fallon would come in with his deep voice. And then Black Thought would start singing part of it. And it's like so awesome. And mm -hmm. I, I I just don't, I really just don't understand. I was hoping that Trump made it this far because I thought it would be an easy victory for the Democrats. And now you're just going, oh shit. And now I'm like afraid. Because yeah. I'm like, there are really that many uneducated idiots. I think Donald Trump making it as far as he has is is a direct reflection of our educational system. I I, I think <laughs> it's it is hard to argue. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. It's 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 definitely an indicator of how stupid the whole system is. If this Yahoo yeah. gets into the seat. You're, we got to look at the whole thing and go, whoa! <laughs> how did this even happen? Like this is a flawed system for sure. And people actually think that there's going to be a wall erected, paid for by Mexico. No, he's not even going to do that. But people people think this. There are people that that fall hook, line, and sinker for this shit. And people are walking around believing this. You know, I saw a video the other day of, um, there was an old man sitting in McDonald's with a Trump shirt on, and there was a, an, a McDonald's employee, and it says, uh, it was, he was Spanish, he, it was Latino. And, uh... Who, the worker? The, the worker. Mm -hmm. And the old man just, out of nowhere, just an outburst, your ass is going back to Mexico. And it's like, when Trump becomes president, your ass is going back to... And I'm like, are you really? Like, Who's you really, make your you, you really believe that? It, <laughs> For one, because that's the thing that people don't want to talk about. But that's, Half of your grocery store is going to be fucking empty. And the other thing is, to get a job at McDonald's, you got to have your stuff. I mean, it's not like McDonald's is hiring illegal immigrants or whatever. Which, yeah, it, maybe they are. <laughs> but, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, I guess. But there are people that are so gullible that are believing and buying everything this guy is saying mm -hmm. and he's just invoking and do they really people. buy it though or is this just rah rah rahing i feel like and then they go right back to their nfl game and their their bud light and oh they're well you i mean if you look at the riots well i'm not going to say the riots that's kind of a, an extreme word but if you look at the protests and things of that sort and how people are fighting outside of his rallies right People are buying this. I mean, people are putting their 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 bodies on the line for this guy's belief. So people definitely have to be buying this, I would imagine. So insane, man. 
Is wow. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think of that? I was thinking about this, like, because even though it seems like Bernie should have be, should have done much better than he has done. Because, I want it, Bernie. Because of the whole, what's that? I want it. That's, that was yeah, that, he's, he was my guy too. Uh, but, the, you know, with the super delicate thing, it's like, I, that's I a real, it. I hate it. That's a real eye opener too I hate for, it. for a lot of people. I mean, this has happened. This has always been this way, but it is, it is a huge thing. But what do you think? Because they, I mean, obviously the system is sort of rigged and obviously it seems like I'd be shocked as hell if, if he were somehow, you know, able to get more super delegates no, and he's pull done. this off. He's done. Yeah. What do you think of him being uh, vice president? Killing, uh, no, with it's not going to happen. Clinton? You don't think they can, con uh, they can reconcile some of the, mm, I, I don't, why? It's a, um, Bernie has a lot of pride. Yeah. And, that's very true and and a man and he, he's and not that was take, his voice was taking down the big yeah the big money spenders and stuff like that and hillary clinton that's all she has is big money spenders on her side so. well i'm telling you because people are thinking back to the bill clinton days the yeah. people that are that are really behind the scenes they're thinking about okay this is going to put him a step closer to the white house which doesn't fear i, I don't fear at all because if you look at what the man did you know, when he left, there was a surplus, and and our budget was in a surplus. I I that'll probably never happen again in my lifetime. There was a surplus when this man left office. There was no deficit. Like how uh, me, I'm thinking like he's half a step closer to to the White House. Could this be repeated? Could this happen again? Could he give her some information and some insight? She's probably going to bring in a lot of people that were close to him and working with him to make these great things happen. Yeah, Why would you not want that? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe he would. Maybe Bernie would soften up and say, you, know, you know, we we criticize Bill Clinton, but John F. Kennedy was a million times worse. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe and <laughs> a million times worse. But we revel him as being one of the greatest presidents. In the history of the United States. The civil rights movements and stuff. But he did the same exact thing that Bill Clinton, the the promiscuous, with the the affairs with the women, and like you said, Marilyn Monroe, like, she is a national icon because she cheated with the president. Like, really? But uh, we criticize Bill Clinton. It's just like, if if that's, look, if if that's going to help me, then by golly... (laughs) Uh, let me get him another cigar for real because i i will take that i'll i'll take that easily easily i i don't know man it's 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 scary to see that there's so many people supporting trump even around here it's really scary to see a trump sticker don't tread on me i'm almost i'm it is i'm almost correlating trump with the american flag now and i got to i got to pull back and now i see cars with the american flag and it's like okay are you doing that because of trump because you well, want to make america that because because his the- his make america great again you know what i mean like i i think what the real thing is behind it is it mike mike and look this up and you might you i know you can find it when i think a lot of the white males are afraid to become a minority because about like 2040 2045 uh, white white people will be a minority. They will mm-hmm. be in the minority, and I think that's what this whole "Make America Great" thing 
Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, that's, I think that's their the source of that white anger that's out there. Yeah. These guys, they're, they're afraid. They've never been a minority before. Now fear. they're at See? risk. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. I think you, that's, you hit it right on the head what, with that. What, what, can you find out what year when America, when, when whites are going to become the, when they, it's the census soon. bureau. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too. Yeah. It's been heading that way for and a I while. I think that's what this whole make America great again thing is, is all really correlating to 2043. 20, yeah, I thought it was 2045. Yeah. So, and I think this is that's been heavily publicized. And I think that's what Trump, that make America great again, I think that's the entire, that's the code for, to prevent this, to become, of becoming that minority. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's, <clears throat> it's so weird to me. Yeah, he's made it this far. Is it like kind of hitting home now? Well, that's like in that one I I told Dollar over there that uh, Bernie Sanders is at the White House talking to the president, and that yeah. speech was talking about that. He's and in his speech he was he's like urging Americans. He's like, please, I don't know what you guys are doing, but <laughs> basically, this, essentially, what he was please. saying is like, I don't know what you guys are doing, but please do not put this man in the office. Like, what do you guys think? A man whose campaign is run solely on bigotry. And um, racial prejudice and stuff like that. You know, he's like the man has said he didn't like Mexicans and stuff. And so he hasn't ran on a single policy, right? He hasn't ran on a. He hasn't announced. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A single. He has no ideology. He policy. has. No, he has nothing. This, this is a but business I have people move. for that. I have people for that. But Trust he, me. He doesn't. Trust yeah, me. He does, Everything is going to be okay. Yeah. He does, He. <laughs> and those people haven't even come forward. Trust me. I have people to do that. Believe you me, there's not a problem there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. He just repeats shit like that. He <laughs> he says nothing of any substance at all. And we've always talked about politicians being that way in general, but he took takes it to a, <laughs> to whole, a whole new, new level. level, dude. He's literally saying nothing. The uh I think they were equating his his uh his English to that of a seventh grader or something like that. I, I think they were someone broke down. Well his, he's Remember that twit, the Twitter account or whatever that was like a generated. It was like algorithms. They programmed it to basically simulate Donald Trump, and like it was, it was crazy. It went totally nuts, and everything that it just magically, not magically, but I guess just, I guess through probability or whatever, yeah. it like put certain topics together. The tweets that would come out sounded totally like stuff he would say, <laughs> like wow. every single time. It would just be like this crazy, the super general, you know, racist, you know, bigotry these you know bigoted kind of comments and it's just funny it's like that's a computer where they just basically analyze the kind of stuff he says and just spits it out and it's like yeah we can reproduce that a computer can just do that it's like he doesn't stand he doesn't stand for anything nothing and hasn't announced a single policy and no one's even questioned other than him. the wall right yeah, yeah. no <laughs> the fact that no one's even questioned him that's what, that's why i say i mean i like i wonder where the disconnect is with what do you support trump so many people he, yeah he's uh He's going to make America great again. That's it. <laughs> well, a lot of, you know, a lot of people feel that what that means is he's going to make America white again. That's, and that, so that wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> we saw how that was. Wow. I, it's just really, and I don't know, man. I don't know where this, what the direction that this country is headed in. I mean, it's, I think it's always been kind of behind the scenes and always covering up a lot better. Like, uh, the, the the privilege of money and and race 
Seems and so now, blatant now, yeah. Now it's just blatantly in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus, you know? like that one um, Bruce Leroy, so that one guy that uh, when he got off for murder, right, because he didn't know any better, he was so rich that he had no idea oh, from yeah. right from wrong. The dude in Mexico, what, what was Wait, the... that dude actually got off from yeah. Oh, affluenza. Yeah. Affluenza. It was a term yeah. called affluenza. Wasn't he, he, literally, he was driving drunk? I didn't realize yeah. he actually got off. Not Mexico, sorry, yeah. He murdered like... Well, that shit worked? He killed, he killed like, yeah. Two or three people in the vehicle. No, no, no. So that guy actually got off with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Affluenza. What? Affluenza. He literally was yeah. so rich. That no, he had I no remember idea that whole thing. I remember that's yeah. what the strategy. He didn't know using. any better. Yeah. Essentially, oh, that's, he didn't that's, know any better. I mean, insane. that goes back to this kid getting Brock. Like yeah, the six swimmer, months. The yeah. swimmer, the rapist dude, getting six months. I I tell you what, man, I couldn't be that girl's dad. No, that's what I told. Uh, I couldn't be. I couldn't. I told my wife that I was like, regardless of what the justice system said, yeah, I would not be a free man. I, yeah, I, I could <laughs> not be. Did, did you know? Kind of going back, did you see where the guy hopped over to the 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 table in the courtroom to attack his daughter's killer? Yeah, the serial guy. Yeah, the, the black dude. That yeah, yeah. Yep. That that would that would be. I would be outside of his home. I'd be outside of Brock's home right now. Seriously. I, I would be. I'd be in the bush, in the weeds somewhere. <laughs> Camouflage. <laughs> his daddy gonna get it first. Mm. I whip. I oh oof. I like. I'd I'd go to prison. I'd go to prison. Yeah. Give me give me. Give me give me more That's than six said, months. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. Right. There there is no way possible, and you're gonna get, and you're gonna publicly insult my my daughter even even more. You know what she's going through. Yeah. It there is no way possible. There was a case that I saw online. It was like back from the eighties where a kid had been abducted by his jujitsu instructor mm. and molested and they found out sexually molested. Oh and so the gosh. dad and so they used this they used this incident to uh, do other cases with the dad. So they'd taken the guy through the airport because they were going to take him and to get flown out to do whatever. And they're taking him through the airport. And all of a sudden, you see this guy who's like on the telephone, like a payphone. And you see this guy just turn around. And as the guy, his, the jujitsu instructor's walking by, just throws out this revolver and just bam, shoots him right in the head. You know, I, I, I almost feel like, how can you give that person time? That's obviously. The, because isn't there something like um, temporary insanity? That's what I'm thinking of. I think wouldn't got, that I definitely think qualify? I think he only got probation, dude. The yeah, dad that killed him. Yeah, yeah. If Brock, if Brock's dad would be first. Brock's dad would be first. That's for sure. I'd, 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 I'd wear his ass out, out. And to see his mom walking into court with him, and to know that he has a sister, and his dad puts out this type of insulting. Degrading letter. Yeah, letter. Twenty minutes the of letter. action. He said twenty minutes of action. Yeah, what he called the rape. And you, his wife and his daughter are reading this shit, and they're they're silent and okay with this. Like really delusion, man. It's delusion. It's that you're totally right, man. It, because that was a perfect segue. It t- it ties in because it is that it's that privileged place in society whereas there's just no they don't understand like yeah 20 minutes yeah he fucked his life up in 20 yeah. minutes you can do that yeah, yeah. you can totally do <laughs> well that. you yeah. do it less than 20 minutes yeah actually. totally you can do it in a few seconds yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but i i 
this guy is not going to prison. He's in the local jail. He's under protective custody. Six months. He's only doing three. Well, yeah, right. he can still get off in three reality. for good behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what more of an? But the, 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 the dad also said that he's also going to be a registered sex offender for the rest of his life. And blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, that's what happens that. when you're a sex offender. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, and he would have yeah. done more. Had he not gotten caught, he would have done more to that girl. Yeah. That, that, oh. And I, like I said, and I was telling you guys earlier, I would like to see the history of this judge and when he tried well, didn't you other say, rape cases and the outcome. Right. And like we were saying, it's so cliche. It's and to see. White dude, blue eyes. This, yeah. He was on the swim team, you know, like. And the judge and, was from Stanford. The, the judge right. said he, remi- I see a lot of myself in him. So are you saying you are a, a rapist? rapist? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why he exactly. he want he he only gave him six months because he saw a lot of himself in this guy. I'm like that's that's scary. When has a judge ever said that to a, to a, to a black dude that he's sentencing? It, probably never. It's appalling. Yeah, it, it is. <sighs> but that's privilege, racial power, and rate and, and and financial privilege. I mean, it's a, it was the perfect combination. The kid had the perfect combination, and I'd like to know the relationship between the judge and the, his attorney, because he had to have a local attorney that's licensed to practice there. So I'm pretty sure that his attorney probably went to Stanford as well. And Just a little pro- circle. Probably fucking golfing buddies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sad, man. It is sad, and what's the, I guess what's so sad about it too is it's right in front of all of us. It's under our noses, and it's like no one does anything about it. Mm-hmm. What? What? What should, what should be done? I mean, well, number one, I mean, like on a practical level, obviously this is bullshit. Ju- the judge needs to have his ass whipped too. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, Where is that? Why is that absent? Why is there no outcry? Well, there is, but it's very little, and they're all they're doing is basically just buying time for it to go away. Because it will go away. There will be another big story, another big headline, and this will slowly fade away. Not too far off from, away. you know, black kids getting shot by cops, too. It's just the story of the month. Oh, the story man, did of the you week guys see the, the guy? I think this was a white kid. He was tased for 21 seconds. Dude, I saw that video. And the guy, like, the, the white kid, he yeah. got pulled over, and they said, uh, the police officer said he could smell marijuana. It turned out the kid actually did have a very small amount of marijuana in his pocket, but pulled him out, just zapped him while he was in the car, pulls him out. The most disturbing part of that video, though, was when he, because he carries him over to the curb, the kid can't move, and, and then he just drops him, him and space. you hear his face yeah. hit the concrete, and yeah. then he's, like, groaning in pain, like yeah. he's in excruciating pain, all jacked up, he can't remember stuff now. Now his brain's for you know permanently damaged. That guy, he actually he That's got jail time. He got, pri- he got prison time. He should. Yeah, he he got. I think he got four or five. I, years, I feel like I you should be more harsh on somebody like that who is abusing power because you're in a privileged position where you can. Well, that's a number of cops, though. Yeah, man. Sometimes we have funny podcasts talking about a lot of bullshit. Sometimes it gets real serious over it's here. Real Mike. Real talk. We go to mikeandtonyshow.com. All our episodes are there. I am working on a full length album right now. It will be out later this year. But for now, on iTunes, you can still get my EP, Let Go Fly. You can uh, get it right on my website at tonydollarmusic.com. Farmcad date's coming up, Mike. Yep, Farmcad is June 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So make sure you come and see us. We're emceeing the whole thing. Come meet us. Yeah, and with that dollar, that's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.